Welcome to this week's episode of the Integra Podcast, where we discuss everything from wisdom to wellness to woo. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome to the Integra Podcast, where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. Today, my guest is Megan Sievert Culberson. Megan is a mom on a mission. And she is the mom of four. She's a wife, a yoga instructor, a business coach to purpose-driven entrepreneurs, and the owner and founder of Megan's Yoga Tribe Studio. She's also a lover of life on a mission to help women create and live a life they love. Yoga and cooking are her therapy, and she loves to date her husband. Her drink of choice is a London fog with oat milk. She loves spending time with women, and that really sets her soul on fire. And the hardest thing she does each day is parent. Her main goal is helping you fall in love with taking care of your mind, body, and soul. Oh my God, it just just got me in the heart. Um, Her favorite quote is, find your tribe and love them well. Welcome, Megan. I'm so excited to have you on the Integra podcast. Well, Heather, thank you so much for having me. I've never heard my bio read out loud like that. And it just Uh hit me too. I was like, wow, I've created that life because that is not who I always was. Um, So it's really Uh neat to hear who I am now and who I, how I get to live out that purpose now. Oh, I love it. Thank you for reading it out loud. Uh huh, isn't it? It's really kind of special when it find it. It does when it's it's spoken to you. You get to hear about yourself and who you really are. Um, I love that. So, I was reading your bio on your website, and we'll get to your website and everything a little later. But I was reading, and you talked about you've owned businesses in the past. You um, have really shifted uh, debt. Um, you started this online yoga uh, program and um, just saw that the business really explode in a way that probably even surprised you. And it seems like you're taking that experience and knowledge now and um, using that with coaching clients. So can you kind of give us your origin story and background? And uh, yeah, I I know the listeners would love to hear it. Absolutely. So I have um, always been an entrepreneur. I've never actually worked for anyone else besides myself. And to be quite honest, I think I'd be a terrible employee. (laughs) Um, And so when I was 20 years old, I decided that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, At that time in my life, I had been in the tanning industry. And Mm. I had, while I was going to college, while I was going to school, I'd been managing tanning salons. Um, When you're 20, it it seems like good choice. It seems like a good choice, but you know, with, with time comes knowledge. Um, right. however, when I was 20, I was adamant that I wanted to do this. And so mm-hmm. I bought my first, um, franchise and then I opened my second one, wow. um, before, before I, I had turned 22. So I went through the loan process when I was 21 was almost a million dollars in debt at 21 years old. And then pretty quickly, um, pretty quickly, probably by the time I was 23, realized, oh my gosh, 
this is not aligned with my purpose, my passion. Um, Mm -hmm. This is something that's hurting people, but I was a million dollars in debt. I had between 30 and 50 employees and I was overwhelmed. Um, So I owned those companies for 15 years, worked for free (laughs) to pay off my debt. (laughs) paid off every single penny I owed to the SBA, which it's crazy that they gave a 21 year old almost a million dollars, but that's what happened back in 2005. There was just money available. Right. Um, right. But I basically survived on, you know, hustle. Um, I said, I would drink coffee all morning, drink. And I basically landed um, I was just exhausted. I was overwhelmed. I was burnt out and I found my way to a yoga mat. And it was the first time in my life that I had slowed down enough to check in with my heart mm-hmm. and my soul and see what she really wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was not to be an owner of tanning salons. Right. Uh, and so it took me years. It took me years of self-study. It took me years to transform, to be where mm-hmm. I'm at today. And a lot of people meet me today and they're like, she's successful. She's a mom of four. Her, her marriage is thriving. She owns multiple companies mm-hmm. and they don't see what, what was happening in my life 18 years ago. Right. Um, truly been a work in progress. And I have created and designed a life I love living today, but mm-hmm. that was not my life 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I like to remind women today's situation doesn't have to be your forever circumstance. It doesn't. And it was my yoga mat that made me discover that I wanted something more. I wanted Mm -hmm. to experience a richer life. Um, I wanted to serve this purpose and passion. And so that's why I transitioned into um, yoga. Oh, I which is very far, very far from tanning. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, but it's still, you know, it's interesting how we do have these catalysts that do shift us. And, um, and I, I think it's a great reminder. I mean, it's not like you did this overnight, you know, you know, you owned that for 15 years, um, and you were doing your inner work and during that time so that you could, you know, you were still that seed that was planted and was getting ready to grow, but you were doing it behind the scenes Um, so it didn't happen overnight for you. And, um, I think we all need to realize, you know, our purpose doesn't have to just shift, you know, decide and then shift. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. So what was your process, uh, of finding your yoga mat to where you are today? So I really think for me, um, I landed on a yoga mat after I had my first child and Mm. she's almost 16. And just like many people, I went to yoga for some me time. And I still will be honest, I felt guilty Mm -hmm. about going because I was a working mom and I was a working single mom. Mm -hmm. And so I would be running my companies during the day. And then for me to go to a one hour yoga class at night for solitude, I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. Now we create time and space for our own well-being. And that's what I coach women to do because we right. are better with love ourselves first. But exactly. that's what led me to a yoga mat was just solitude. And then mm-hmm. very much a vanity thing. I wanted to fit back into those teeny tiny pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened was my practice became so much more than that. It, right. it was 
no longer about vanity. It was about that, um, that connection with self. It was about mm -hmm. that connection with my breath. It was about really coming to a, a space of stillness to mm -hmm. listen to the desires of my heart and soul. Um, but what landed me there is, is, you know, simply just to have some me time. Um, right. But I'm so grateful that I went through that process to end up on a yoga mat because, because I did something that stole my peace and my joy for 15 years. Now that I get to serve my purpose on this earth every single day, I do not take it for granted. It absolutely lights my soul up that mm -hmm. I get to serve what I was put on this earth to do. And yeah. I believe everyone was put on this earth to do something. Oh, Sometimes yeah. Slow down enough to mm -hmm. bring that to fruition. Mm -hmm. We don't even know because we're so busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, and I think, you know, uh, we all... Uh, society has a tendency to have us live in our heads um, and what we need to do. We can't make decisions from our heads. We need to make them from our heart and, you know, and our gut. So, you know, it's, it's so true. And um, yoga gives you that uh, ability to connect into that heart space. So, so I'm sure you got uh, different um, certifications in yoga and um, then fast forward, you started your own online yoga. Was that your first real kind of foray into uh, yoga? Was your, an online program? Um, not really. I had, so when I still owned my other company, I called <laughs> yoga, yoga was my passion project. Mm -hmm. I, I taught yoga to fill the, that void that I was feeling mm -hmm. by yeah. owning and operating my other company. So I taught yoga just at studios. I did like outdoor events, little pop-up events, but mm -hmm. I always felt that pull kind of um, that internal struggle because I had, depending on the season, I had between 30 and 50 employees and I felt like I really deserved, um, they deserved my attention, right? right. They were managing my companies. They were running them because by that point I had kind of stepped out of it because mm -hmm. it was stealing my peace and joy. Right. Um, so I kind of felt that push and pull, but I sold my companies five and a half years ago, my, my first companies. And so okay. once I sold those five and a half years ago, I got to do what I was put on this earth to do. So I started t leading retreats, hosting pop-up events, uh -huh. uh, just teaching in studios and just really enjoying getting to do what I loved and serve this community. Mm -hmm. um, and then when COVID hit, sacred studios shut down and I was devastated. I had finally got to serve what I thought I wanted to do. Right. I was mm -hmm. getting to do what set my soul on fire. Um, and having a background as an entrepreneur, I already had a nice website, but I was able to kind of hodgepodge together an online yoga studio. And mm -hmm. then for about six months, really develop it into something extraordinary. Uh -huh. and Again, people said to me when I was doing this, they said, well, why would you do this? People can get YouTube yoga. Like, why would you do this? And I said, that's not me. I am a heart centered. I am a heart centered yoga company. And what that means is I care about my people, my mm -hmm. members. I know them. I, I, if they're not there in the past, I'm reaching out to them. Right. Um, we, we have accountability. We care and know about them. Whereas it shows like a YouTube video. Most people will do about 15 minutes of an hour class because no one's there. No one actually cares about them. So right. I didn't let people tell me not to do it. Um, and so we, we 
launched it basically and offered it free for three months while I Mm -hmm. tried to create this platform. Uh Worked with way smarter than me, develop an incredible website. I wrote it out on paper and then my web developer designed the masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Um, And we we were successful right off the bat. Um, yeah. So that was basically for two years, we were just operating as an online yoga bar, Pilates fitness mm-hmm. meditation studio. I did retreats all across the country and pop-up stuff and brought our community together in person once COVID mm-hmm. settled down. Yeah. And then I had an opportunity to open a studio and we've been open exactly almost a month. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But I want to talk about the online, first of all, just real quick. You know, it's, you know, as you talk about this, you talk about being really heart centered. And I think really the, what you're talking about is you have created this amazing community of connection and you, you connect with people. And when they weren't there online during these, these times when we needed that connection, when we couldn't be physically together, you created that connection for people. Um, and what a gift to give to others. Um, because you needed it. We, we all needed that. So, um, that is so lovely, you know, at heart centered connection, um, as a basis is so beautiful. So now, yes, you are now, you are a month into a new yoga studio. Um, you all, you can go on her website and, um, or on her Instagram. Um, it's Megan's yoga tribe on Instagram and on Facebook and just kind of view, get a little, um, bird's eye view of, uh, the studio. It is just so warm and feels so nice. I haven't been there physically yet. I'm so excited. I keep, I've been working every time uh, something's going on that I'm like, oh, that sounds good for me that, you know, that connects for me. But um, so tell us about that. You've got this new space and uh, you've created some, a, a lovely collection of, and they're not a collection, but a lovely um, group of women who are teaching. They do. Um, so my, in my heart, my desire was to always have a studio at some point, but it wasn't something I was going to rush into because my Mm -hmm. online yoga company is very successful. It allows me flexibility. I walk to my basement. I teach from my home studio. I travel a lot. I could teach from there. I have four kids. My youngest is still little. He's four all the way to 16. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't in a hurry to open a studio. I Mm -hmm. knew I I put it in the universe. I knew I would do it. There was never a Mm -hmm. question. Um, but my intention was not to do it right now. Um, mm-hmm. and the space was presented to me um, mm-hmm. and I walked in and I knew there was no question that that was Megan's yoga tribe, yoga bar, Pilates fitness studio. Uh-huh. And it came to me and I just knew it instantly. So we built it out in four weeks, four weeks. <laughs> so even though I am a heart centered entrepreneur, I am still a three on the Enneagram. I'm an achiever. Uh-huh. Um, I'm Manifester generator. I, yeah, I, I, I am just task oriented. So four weeks, we built out our studio and we Mm -hmm. had our first class in there on May 22nd. Today is June 23rd. So (laughs) 30 days ago. um, Yeah. It's just all I've ever wanted was a heart centered yoga studio. Uh If I could that members can come 
and just mm-hmm. show up authentically where they're at, where they're right. not in a hurry to leave. They're not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. They just, they sit down in our community room and laugh. They cry. Oh, they wow. hug each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I just desperately wanted a community-based studio. And it is something that my area in Eastern Jackson County was missing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so the fact that it's now real and getting to hear people's reviews and their experiences and that this is now their home. I mean, it's a dream come true. They are making my dream come true because I walk in and women are sitting down together drinking tea. We have a tea bar Uh and talking. Yeah. And And that's just so lovely because we don't, we've been craving that for two, two, almost three years. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy how long it's been. Um, and I think a lot of people were doing that before because we weren't slowing down, you know, uh, we weren't slowing down. That's exactly right. And mm-hmm. COVID taught some of us to slow right. down. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, and, and a great team. I mean, we, I said, I told someone, I interviewed 20 instructors to hire mm-hmm. four. I mean, I have 14 total, but right. this recent where I was hiring for, for new instructors, mm-hmm. I just for me the integrity and the level and the and the the people that teach in my studio these mm-hmm. healers these leaders these guides they are the absolute best in the Kansas mm-hmm. City metro area mm-hmm. um, so I'm really grateful because their purpose is to serve so they're aligned with my mission mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. purpose and my brand and I'm just so blessed to have them because if I didn't have this team um, right. we wouldn't be um, what we are Right, because it'll yeah. we have different styles of classes. I tell people, if you want to come and sweat and burn calories, I have that class. If you want to come and take a nap, I have that class. <laughs> exactly. And then I have all of them in between. Mm-hmm. And we're really fortunate we open up our studio to host um, different modalities of workshops. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're coming to do a human mm-hmm. design workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, um, you know, full moon healing circles. Yeah. We have yoga yoga nidra this weekend we have reiki i mean it's so neat to be able to offer this beautiful space mm-hmm. and community to other healers and mm-hmm. instructors to come in and serve mm-hmm. and my community is eager to learn um so it's neat to be able to offer all these amazing opportunities for them yeah yeah and it's 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 the you know, it's a beautiful time to be doing that because we are having these huge shifts in consciousness at this, this time and being able to open up, um, to, and open up people's minds and their hearts, um, to just the magic is incredible. So, let's, let's kind of shift and let's talk about your, um, coaching that you do with, uh, with people. And I don't know, you may have men and women that you're coaching, but really you're, you're working with purpose-driven entrepreneurs. What does that business look like for you? Yeah. So that business has, has shifted over the past couple of years. So I've been, um, coaching purpose-driven women entrepreneurs for almost six years. Okay. Um, and I did one-on-one coaching before COVID. And then after COVID, um, I continued with one-on-one coaching. But then when I launched Megan's Yoga Tribe Online Studio, I realized really quickly, like, oh my gosh, the amount of energy it's taking to do one-on-one coaching and the energy it's taking to run an online yoga company. Um, 
it was a lot. So mm-hmm. I went away in January where I host um, wellness yoga retreats in Arizona mm-hmm. and I took three days to myself. Mm-hmm. I did everything at this resort that would make me feel uncomfortable because I'm really comfortable moving my body. So mm-hmm. sign me up for a yoga class, sign me up for a bar class. No, <laughs> I went to a wellness resort and I did conscious breath work. I did intention burning. I did meditations. I did anything that made me want to made my ego want to keep me safe and make me run out of the room. Mm-hmm. And through that three-day process, I realized that I was supposed to be group coaching. <laughs> so yeah. I launched a group coaching collective and my collective um, max of 10 purpose-driven women only entrepreneurs. And I just launched that at this point, twice a year, we just finished our four months, um, the beginning of June, and then I'll relaunch it in the fall. Um, however, I do have a couple one-on-one coaching clients, but I don't keep my books completely full with one-on-one. So now we're a group coaching collective. Um, and it's been a beautiful transition because I believe that we learn in community, we heal Mm -hmm. in community. And mm-hmm. when you put these women together who are serving their purpose, but also creating freedom of time, freedom of money, mm-hmm. they can really learn and grow from each other as well. Right. So it was a beautiful transformation for me. It was a really neat experience for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also going to be launching a mastermind. Uh, and that's just for, for purpose-driven women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be coming up in the fall as well. So. I love, I love helping women create and design businesses around how they want to feel mm-hmm. as, as moms, as humans, as employers mm-hmm. and a sustainable business. Because in the real world, most business coaches will tell you hustle, sacrifice all. And what right. ends up happening, because I know I've been there, you're going to lose your marriage. You're going to lose the connection with your children. You're going to lose your health. Exactly. And so coach purpose-driven women entrepreneurs, if you want to sustain this and you don't want to hit burnout mm-hmm. in your business and your life, let's design and create a business around how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing to watch the abundance that comes into mm-hmm. your life time to create, create that business plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause and it's so, it is so important because we, um, we, as women, mothers, and you don't even have to be a mother if you're, you know, we're natural nurturers and caregivers. And a lot of times we lose ourselves and we have to come back to ourselves before we're able to serve. And a lot of times, you know, uh, the universe will put that stop and go, wait a second. Um, I'm not going to allow you to push through your business until you first take care of yourself and then serve from the overflow, not from the cup. And right. Yeah. So I love that. So can, so I always love having my guests, uh, give the listeners some tips, some of their favorite tips. Um, what kind of tips do you have for us today? Okay. I'll give you two. Number one, whether you want to be successful, purpose-driven entrepreneur, or just successful at life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you want to live a happy, healthy life, morning routine, a Mm -hmm. morning routine, how you start your day sets the tone for the entire day. It sets the energy, the mindset. And I'm a believer that you need to create and carve out time and space for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Years ago, I've been, I've been 
basically working my morning routine for 10 years now. But mm-hmm. prior to that, I would get woken up by a child either crying or next to my bed. Right. And that such a tone of pure panic all day. I just was Yeah. And feeling overwhelmed and feeling needed. When I switched that and started creating time and space for my own heart and soul, mm-hmm. I could then greet that child with more love and compassion and attention. Mm-hmm. Change change my world. I tell any anyone, create morning routine, keep it simple but it will be significant. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is definitely my, my first tip is, is creating, creating that morning routine. Mm-hmm. My second tip is move your body, mm-hmm. move your body. It will change your mind. It is so important. I work with women all the time that are lacking motivation. They're lacking desire. They're lacking energy. And if you want to take one step forward, take action, we have to have energy. And if we move our body, it's going to create energy. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just a walk outside, right. move your body every single day because mm-hmm. it shifts, it shifts your mindset, mm-hmm. um, creates energy so that you can take action. Mm-hmm. So morning routine, move your body. <laughs> oh, I love them. Yeah. And it's so true. And, you know, those, the first five minutes of moving your body, even taking, you know, a walk, sometimes you're like, oh, but if you get past that first five minutes, I think you're, you're, you're golden, you know? Um, Um, and it's a habit. It it has to become a habit. Mm -hmm. I, you know, if it's, if it's a habit, I I call it like a lifestyle. It's no Mm -hmm. longer something you even think about. It's a non-negotiable. My morning routines and non-negotiable moving my body every day is a non-negotiable because Mm -hmm. I can't show up for my clients, for Mm -hmm. my marriage, for my kids, for my community. Mm -hmm. If I don't take care of me first, Mm -hmm. one of my, my, my um, mission statements and really core values is to love yourself first. And Mm -hmm. that can be very triggering for some women because Mm -hmm. they've been, you know, it's like, we're trying to shift some generational change. I was raised by a, I call her the martyr mother. She Mm -hmm. sacrificed all. She would have never asked for help. Mm -hmm. Serve her well. And I want to break that cycle. I want to to love themselves first. Mm -hmm. Nope sacrifice your own health and happiness again mm-hmm. you said it you can't pour from an empty cup Mm-mm. so teaching women to love themselves first can be very triggering because they've been told you love you love those kids you you take care of those kids first but you can't take exactly. care of them mm-hmm. you are physically, mentally and emotionally broken and drained you can't yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. love yourself first oh definitely i love that i love you know, that you can't we're just audio, but my shirt says love is my superpower. <laughs> right. I know. Yes. I love that shirt that you have. That's one of your shirts that you offer at your studio, right? It is. And love yeah. is my superpower, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have that love available unless I invested in my own well-being. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. To women to do. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. my whole, my whole purpose is to teach women to, mm-hmm. to yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That is so awesome. Um, it's, it's beautiful and it's a beautiful purpose that you are, are putting forth in the world. Okay. So, um, if people want to get a hold of you either for, um, your coaching mastermind, um, some, uh, group mentoring or coaching, how can they get a hold of you? Um, you want to yeah. shout out your website for us? Absolutely. It's create 
and livealifeyoulove.com. Because okay, that's awesome. my goal. <laughs> Tell yes. people to eat and livealifetheylove.com. Okay. My website, you can, um, you have access to sign up for our online yoga mm-hmm. um, studio. You mm-hmm. have access to sign up if you're local in Kansas City, our um, storefront, our studio in downtown Lee Summit. You have access to all my group coaching collective when it launches or one-on-one coaching. And then all of my events and retreats are on my shop on my, on my website. So Perfect. I host um, retreats all across the country. I also host at Timber um, Creek Retreat House. So right. that and, that- and that's right. where we met. So I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And you have one coming up in August, right there. August 5th is coming up and there are still a few spots available for that. Okay. And- yeah. Yeah. If you're here in the Kansas city area and I, um, witnessed her, um, last heart centered retreat there, um, with a group of women, it was beautiful. So if you are around the weekend of August 5th, uh, don't miss out. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we do a lot of events around Kansas mm-hmm. City. Um, I like to, especially for people who are um, not as open-minded to yoga, um, something new to them, it might be scary. I like to make it accessible. I like mm-hmm. to create an experience out of yoga. So we do out at Colonial Gardens, we do charcuterie, mm-hmm. wine, and yoga in the gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, do outdoor yoga often. So mm-hmm. I try to create experiences for someone who may have some reservations. So they will come in and experience it and, and be brave and realize it's not scary. Uh, at local breweries, we do beer and yoga and we literally hold our beer glass while we do yoga. We laugh more than we do yoga. Uh-huh. So if we're laughing, we're breathing, we're doing yoga. Uh-huh. So and you're having all- fun. Uh, we're, we're having fun and we're stepping out of those everyday ordinary, um, you know, moments to really have an experience with a community and laugh together. So there is always something, whether it's myself hosting or one of my amazing instructors, we mm-hmm. have something all the time um, to offer this community. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that. And you're making yoga as accessible to everybody. So, um, many, many levels of, of yoga and ways to really get connected with your heart and your soul um, at Megan's yoga, yoga Tribe. Megan, thank you so much for being on uh, the Integra podcast today. I appreciate you. Um, I love seeing, I love seeing your face, even though they can only hear our voices. Yeah. <laughs> and I cannot wait um, for your uh, workshop that's coming up at Megan's yeah. Yoga Tribe. I am signed up for your human design workshop. And then I cannot wait to co-create with you again at Timber Creek Retreat. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting. Thank you again. And um, this is all from the Integra podcast where we talk about everything, wisdom, wellness, and woo. Don't forget to subscribe and listen. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Today's podcast is brought to you by Integra Holistic Wellness, home of the Integra Wellness Method. At Integra Holistic Wellness, we recognize that you are made up of four integral parts, body, mind, spirit, and soul purpose. When you work with an Integra Holistic Wellness mentor, you'll be guided how to integrate these four parts of your being through nutrition and movement, mindfulness, and emotional release. 
connection to others and your higher self and your soul's true purpose. To find out more and connect with Heather, contact her at support at integraholisticwellness.com. That's support at integraholisticwellness.com. You can also catch her on Instagram and Facebook at Integra Holistic Wellness. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-A Holistic Wellness.